Hey sisters, before we dive into this week's episode, I want to remind you that there are three very clear phases to achieving optimal health, energy, weight, weight release, and feeling flippin' amazing in your body in perimenopause. The first is calming the hormonal chaos. We cannot get to the root of any issue if your body's inflamed, if the habits that you're keeping mean you're not sleeping well, meaning you're bloated, meaning you're super moody and impatient. It's really difficult to get anywhere when that's the case. Of course, when we calm it, we head into phase two, which is where we really find the actual root of the issue. And sometimes we find the root and you think, I don't want to deal with this issue yet. And sometimes we find the root and think, okay, I guess I have to deal with this issue now. Neither are comfortable, but identifying it is a huge part of it. And then stage three is when we create a new strategy to support that change, the new habits, the new life that you want. It doesn't take that long. In the grand scheme of your life, you can feel amazing in four months even. You can see and feel a significant improvement in just one month. We can move through these phases really quickly when we work together closely, which is why I am opening up the spring enrollment intake for my one month private hormone rebalancing and weight loss program. Right now you can apply in, it's a free application. It is by application only because I need to get to know you a little bit better. And then all you need to do is look for an email from me saying whether you've been accepted and and a link in there to schedule a call. It's a free assessment where I take 30 minutes and we connect. I better understand what you're struggling with. I walk you through the program and we determine whether it's a fit for you. I don't take everyone. I work really closely with my clients but they always get results when they follow the path. Don't take my word for it. You can check out the testimonials on my website, but most importantly, I really wanna help you feel better. It wasn't that long ago that I was completely lost and in full hormonal chaos and couldn't even understand what was going on beneath the surface of my body. And now, a few years later, I feel like an entirely different person and have more energy and feel better in my body than I ever have before in my life. I want to make sure you hear this message because if it's resonating with you, if you listen to the podcast, if you follow me on social or you get my emails and the things that I've been saying have, have kind of niggled at you in your gut, don't wait. We're just a couple months away from summer, which can for some of us get busy again. Now is the time to focus on you for one month. And when you do, you will thank me. I promise. All right. Grab your pen, grab your notes section. We're about to dive in to this week's episode. What's up, sisters? Welcome to the Period Whisperer podcast. I'm Bria. I'm your host. If you're new, I'm so happy you are here. I'm your perimenopause and menopause sister, your holistic trainer, hormone specialist, translator of your female body. I'm a recovering people pleaser and hustle addict turned body whisperer and hormone decoder. And I am here to help you de-stress your body, decode what it is saying, become the CEO of it, and own your own health, energy, and weight loss again. 
This show is for you, the overwhelmed, overworked, underappreciated step woman who dreams of a body they feel strong, energetic, and sane in. The woman who knows that she shouldn't just wave the white aging flag and believes in a body and life of peace, love, and purpose. But you don't just know how to get there yet. So if you are stuck in your body, your energy, your life, you are in the right spot. Let's lean in and learn what our bodies are saying to us. Hey, hey, sisters. Welcome to the Period Whisperer podcast, where we help busy, overwhelmed women in the hormonal chaos of perimenopause calm that chaos get to the root of the issue, start to really hear what their body is saying to them and build a body and therefore a life that you get to thrive in, in the second half of your life. Let's make this second half better than the first. I'm your host, Bria Gad, and today's episode, we're going to talk about a topic that is near and dear to me and it really affects many women during perimenopause, and that is hustle addiction. But before I dive into that, I need to take a little minute. Part of something I'm trying to get better at is celebrating wins. And we are now a year officially into this podcast. The Period Whisper podcast is a year old. We're coming up on our 100th episode. And, you know, I say us and I'm I'm thinking, I don't have a team. I'm thinking me and you guys. (laughs) When, When I hear from you guys in my DMs, when we have You know, when you show up in the posse, when you comment on my posts, when, you know, when you set up a a free assessment call or you apply for one of my private coaching or hormone healing analysis, I feel like we are one, right? Working together, first trying to better understand what we never were taught about our bodies, trying to understand why it feels like it's working against us, you know, trying to connect more deeply with ourselves as people, as women right now in this time and working together to spread the message of how to feel better without taking on more in life. And just last week, we actually, actually two weeks ago now, we passed 50,000 downloads on the podcast. So I want to say thank you and, uh, and just Thank you so much for showing up. I'm so grateful for you guys, for for listening, for connecting, for, for the messages you send me. It means the world to me when you tell me that it resonated with you, even if you're not ready to make those changes. It, if there's something in there that connected, I'm so grateful. And, and I really you know, I want to ask you from the bottom of my heart, if it does connect with you, please share the podcast with your girlfriends, sisters, cousins, whoever else might be struggling in this area so we can spread the message far and wide that we don't have to be suffering. Please rate and review if you're watching, if you're listening, watching, if you're listening on iTunes uh, or on Spotify, you know, writing a quick little message makes all the difference in getting this out there further and further. So thank you so much. Now let's get back to hustle addiction because this was a real problem for me, and I, I know it is for many of you because I work with so many of you, right? I, I get to connect with you, and a lot of the things that hold us back are our busy, busy schedules. And although there's an element of you know our to-do list that we can't always change, what often happens and what certainly happened to me when I calmed my hormonal chaos, when I followed the P4 formula and strategized in the strategies that helps 
support my body. And, and what's important there is that it's it's not always what we think, right? There are a lot of quote unquote healthy things that we have been taught from by the wellness industry that don't work for us and in fact work against us in perimenopause. So, you know, we really need to understand a clear strategy that supports us. And I'm sure if you've been listening to the podcast, if you haven't, go back and listen to some of the episodes um, or join us in the posse so you can follow the P4 formula along with us or apply for one of my uh, one of my spring coaching coaching spots. But get that strategy down because once you do that, a lot of what happens is all of a sudden things are a little bit quieter. Right? When we calm the chaos, our energy suck is lower. We have a little bit more energy and we're a little bit left feeling weird, sometimes shameful, sometimes like we're not accomplishing enough, maybe even feeling a little low energy because we're now not riding that adrenaline high that drives us when we're in a hustle addiction. If you slow your roll and you feel kind of restless and edgy, that's withdrawal. You're withdrawing from a very socially acceptable and in fact socially promoted addiction called a hustle addiction. And it takes work to understand how to undo that and be able to be really present in your body in a moment and and also to find other things, healthier things that bring you joy and adrenaline in a good, positive way. But as women, you know, as we enter perimenopause, we know hormonal changes can lead to an increased drive to actually accomplish more, right? Sometimes it feels like our life is getting shorter or that we need to take on more responsibilities and work harder than ever before. And sometimes productivity, you know, I think of productivity as a positive trait. I like being productive, but it can also become an addiction that negatively impacts our health and well-being because we use it the same way, you know, an alcoholic leans on alcohol, you know, to feel better. We use it as a way to feel better, to make ourselves feel worthy. Because if we're not accomplishing things, then what is our worth, right? And I'll tell you, your worth is massive. But I can't just tell you that. You have to kind of start to come to terms with that on your own. You got to do that work. So how can we overcome as women this hustle addiction during perimenopause? And hustle addiction, again, you know, like the first step to, is to really recognize the signs of hustle addiction, such as feeling constantly busy and overwhelmed, neglecting your self-care, like not having time to prioritize yourself, not having time to go for a walk in a day, not having time to make a healthier decision in your nutrition, not having time to sleep a certain amount, not having time to have fun. Those are all signs of neglecting self-care, you know, experiencing high levels of stress and burnout, once you've recognized these signs within you, it's really important to start to take action to overcome them, right? Like first we need to become aware enough of a problem that we can spot that behavior. And then we need to stop the behavior and then we need to swap the behavior. <laughs> so one way to do this is to really begin to establish healthy boundaries around your your main work and and if you're a stay-at-home parent that's your work that's a high 
I mean, I would argue that being a stay-at-home parent is like the most work, right? Um, this might mean setting specific work hours, you know, and obviously we can't necessarily set hours with our kids, but we, we have a partner often, or, you know, we can consider getting a sitter or we can even, especially in midlife, it's more often that our kids are a bit older and we can set boundaries with our children about when, we have time, you know, when it is time for you to have your own time. In doing that, we teach them how to prioritize and take time for their self-care, right? So learning to delegate tasks to others, of course, like which in other words, means asking for help. We are terrible about this as women. We feel weird about it. We feel badly like we're supposed to be super women and to be able to do it all. But that always ends us in burnout. And on that note, you know, when people ask me for help and I, I can't always help them, sometimes you have to say no if it doesn't fit into your life, but when you can help them, it makes you feel good. So give people the opportunity to help them. Um, and of course, prioritizing that time for self-care and relaxation by creating space for rest and rejuvenation, we as women can avoid burnout and overall improve this well-being. Another really important step is to seek support from our loved ones, friends, healthcare provider if you need it, a coach, someone like me. You know, burnout and anxiety can be really overwhelming and having someone to talk to and seek guidance from can make all of the difference. And that's another thing that a lot of us as hustle addicts run into. We're so used to tying our worth to what we accomplish that we don't want, it feels like a failure if we're not doing it, if we're not doing, able to do it all ourselves. Um, and yet and I can always tell if I'm struggling because I want to I get really, really quiet and I don't want to share the struggle. I just want to kind of bull through it on my own, even if it means the cost of my burnout. Right. But sharing your struggle with, a, you know, a trusted friend, a therapist, a coach, your partner, for goodness sake, helps you release and relieve that load. And finally, it's important to prioritize rest and to recharge. This might mean getting enough sleep each night, practicing relaxation techniques, like you hear me talk about it all the time, yoga and meditation. And look, meditation might not be for you. I find my morning walk every single day and then my, you know, my yoga a few times a week, that's enough for me that I can handle in terms of meditation. That's still a very productive meditation that helps me feel like I got the calm and can calm that chaos in my mind, or even engaging in activities that bring joy and fulfillment. Part of this process at midlife is rediscovering yourself, really rediscovering the things that make you joyful and make you happy and bring in that excitement, that adrenaline excitement of new energy. That doesn't include doing something for someone else or alcohol or shopping or food, right? We want to find ways of joy to fill ourselves and get ourselves excited again that don't fall into those categories. And one of the best ways that I find to do that if you are completely at a loss is in your quiet, calm moments, you know, when your mind is starting to spin as a hustle addict about, oh, I shouldn't, I didn't do enough today, or I should be doing all these things, and you're sitting in the guilt and the shame of that, is to actually begin to revisit the things that you did that brought you joy when you were young as a child. 
those are the things that are going to give you little windows into at your core what you love and what naturally brings you joy. Maybe it was baking. Maybe it was being outside. Maybe it was swimming. Maybe it was horses. What is the thing? And try to find ways to begin to bring that and breathe life of that back into your life now. By recognizing the signs of hustle addiction and establishing these healthy boundaries and seeking support and of course prioritizing rest and recharge, women really experience, women who are experiencing perimenopause can overcome this hustle addiction and overall improve their well-being, improve their hormonal imbalance. Because again, remember, our, our the suffering of our hormone imbalance is 80 to 90% lifestyle choices, meaning we get to control it. All right, sisters, that's it for today on the Period Whisperer podcast. Remember, if you found this episode helpful, you know, subscribe, leave a review, share it with someone. But as always, remember to be more in your life. And normally I say, and not just less on a scale, but how about today we say, not just more on your to-do list, okay? Be more on the inside, fulfill yourself up, take up more space. And that always includes quiet and productive rest time. Okay, we'll catch you next week. Please reach out and send me a message in the DMs if these are hitting home with you or if there's a specific topic you want to talk about. I can't wait to discuss it with you. Catch you next time. Thank you so much for joining me on the Period Whisperer podcast. I want to encourage you to reach out to me directly and message me if there are topics or things you're struggling with so we can address those right where you are at. And of course, if you loved this episode, if you learned something, make sure to share it with your friends and please rate and review it wherever you get your podcasts.